I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. And we are in the air everywhere. Border to border and beyond. There are no borders on podcasting because eight Days a week are now required. We do this podcast eight days a week, four hours a night on the overnight, five days a week. Clearly not enough. And as you know by now, this is a spinoff of the the Ben Maller radio show. And it's only available. You're only hearing this on the podcast. We can curse. As you heard yesterday's podcast with Looney Tunes, it was a lot of profanity. It was a lot of dirty words because Looney loves to, to curse. And uh, he dragged me down, and then I started cursing and all that. But uh, we thank you for downloading the podcast. And for better or worse, yet again, uh, joined by uh, right over there, David Gascon, who's uh, stepping into the studio right now. I am into the spotlight uh, out from the clouds where I was buried for a while with you and Tom Looney. It's uh, it's always good. I, you know, when I, when I listen to you guys talk, I swear it's like you guys grew up together. <laughs> but Ben, or yeah. like Tom has that kind of personality where like had I known him in my teens or even when I was like in elementary school, I'd, I'd be lifelong friends with him. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've always gotten along. I, you know, you just like click with certain people. I didn't yeah. know Looney until my mid twenties, and, uh, and and actually early twenties. But ever since, man, we've been. Uh, anytime we talk, it's like yeah, it's like. I, I actually have better conversations with him than my actual brothers. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's wild. I, I don't even talk to my brothers that much or, or like that with uh, with Looney, but it's it's great. I had a blast doing the show with him. I'll hopefully, we work together at some point again uh, down the line. I told him. I said when I, I when they finally get rid of me, I told them here you know doing sports. I said we'll do a we'll do a political show. It'll be like the the, the liberal conservative back and forth, like a crossfire type thing, yeah. something like that. You know that'd be a be a fun show to work on but it was it was great so uh thanks to looney for spending some time with us there and spending a lot of time talking about himself uh we we are available on cameo i'm on cameo at ben cameo.com personalized video messages it's not it's not free but i'm much cheaper than the other on-air people at uh, fox sports radio like uh there's clay travis on there rob parker guys like that but i'm at a lower price point now, did you did you tra- change your handle on Cameo? Uh, there are reports out there that you changed your name to Mister Maller. No, I didn't change my. I, I, no. I didn't. I didn't touch Cameo. It's 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 right there. It's Ben Maller on Cameo. I did get my first really awkward Cameo request <laughs> <laughs> this week. Uh, uh, and I, I, I get these emails like, you know, when, when you request a Cameo, I get contacted like my phone, the email comes in, you know, yep. all this. All this stuff. So I got a new cameo request, and I was like, all right. This guy, Jesse, who's a big fan of the show, but his problem is he's a historian. And so he sends me. Here's what he wrote on his his cameo request. He says, I want you to give me a full Maller monologue praising the greatest sports franchise in history, the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't skip on praising the legends, is what Jesse said. So that's not You know, Gascon, uh, I'll do anything, pretty much. Yeah. If, you know, with, yeah, unless you're... You know, saying, "Hey, you know, give me an endorsement for uh, you know a bunch of serial killers or something." I probably wouldn't do that, but but I was like this. I was like, "Okay, I'll do it, whatever." And so I, I named my favorite era of Laker basketball. I named that for Jesse. I also named my three top Laker players of all time in the cameo for him. And uh, so I, I've never done that before, but I did it. I did it. I gave my top three Lakers and my favorite era of Laker basketball all time just for Jesse on the cameo request. Because he wanted it. That's what he wanted. The man wanted it. I gave it to him. How painful was it? It was actually enjoyable. It was enjoyable. And uh, if you hear it sometime, if Jesse plays it for you, you'll understand why it was enjoyable. But uh, Well, because you got paid for it. That's why. You exactly. Know, that's exactly why it's uh, enjoyable. So we have on, on the podcast, we have pod, on this podcast, we have pouting of the podcast. We have pop quiz, study this. And whatever else pops up uh, along the way. Yes? Understand? Of course. All right. So podcast pouting. This is not about the fifth hour with Ben Mallow. This is about the radio show. <laughs> so in the middle of the week, there's a mandate that comes down from from our benevolent overlords uh, that, that run the company. And they said, hey, uh, we've decided to change the format. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. And so uh, traditionally for years, we had had the podcast where it was just a big block. It was the entire show. It's uh, several hours of content uh, for a four-hour show. It's probably like two and a half hours of a four-hour show. And so that would be up, and you just download it. You could listen to the entire show as you're cruising around, doing all that stuff. Well, they decided, wait a minute here. Uh, let's use a little misdirection. Magicians use misdirection. So let's use some misdirection, and uh, we will change up the podcast, and we'll make it each hour. So you have to download each hour. And so they, they made this this change. And uh, I was like, whatever. And, uh, oh, let me tell you, the, the pouting. The it, the pouting, the hissy fits that have been taking place here, unreal. The sulking, the whining. I feel like I need to pass out some pacifiers to some of these brigadier generals in the Malamushin. Now, a couple things. A, as I pointed out, this was what's known as a mandate situation. All right, It was mandatory. Mandatory. We had no control over it. It was a directive it was a proclamation that was made by the higher-ups. Uh, n- number two, listen, you're going to get used to it. And I want to point out, in the olden days, when we first really kind of got into the podcasting thing, back when we were hanging out with you know witches and devils and all that, 
this is how it was. They used to do it like this. And then I remember when the bosses changed it and they they made another landmark decision and said to make it a big block, people complained about that, that they only wanted to listen to certain parts of the blabbermouth experience and they didn't want to listen to the entire bag of wind bluster. They only wanted to hear pick and choose what they want to listen to. So I guess the, the lesson, the moral of the story is you can't please anyone. And people are just looking for stuff to be upset about. And this is another thing to, to complain about. And Now, I will agree, Gascon, that there should be, and I'm going to talk to to the, uh, the the powers that be here that the podcast should be put in one to four when you when you look at the the list of podcasts that way if you play number one it'll just play go on to number two and so that makes it easier right now the first couple of days it was if you look at the podcast page on iHeart or Apple or any of the podcast platforms it looks like it's four three two one so it's in reverse order yeah and it goes and it goes that way because of how it's uploaded so. That's the unfortunate thing about it. Now, I guess you got to appreciate the way that this is done, though, because in some ways this is kind of, in your book, gamesmanship, because it's cooking of the books, if you will. You get four times the downloads for one show. So Big well, that's Ben if Maller. They, that's if they download the entire program. Well, yeah, and assuming that they will, because you got some rabid fans, they they will certainly do that. Worst case scenario is they're going to click from one to the other to the other yeah. and see if it's the hour that they want, because don't forget, you get a credit if you listen to one minute. So they're going to listen at least yeah. one minute. And so go so on you're the next. saying that they uh, they have a finger in the pie, that they're it's it's the old numbers game, right? Oh, the yeah. Ma- manipulation situation. Yeah, you're cooking the books a little bit. Uh, Which I have no problem. Listen, I, I'm obedient, and if they want to cook the books, I'm right there with them. Way to go. Put your thumb on the scale. I got no problem with that. That's why they call it a baker's dozen. We'll give you an extra one. That's right. That's right. So you're getting away yeah. with it. You're getting four for the price of one. Yeah, we. That's that's kind of like when you buy Apple stock right now. You you wait until the end of the month. You get four for the price of one. That's right. August twenty fourth. If you're listening to this podcast before that date, that is the date that stock will split in four. Yeah. And you know, I don't usually spend much money on uh, expensive stocks like Apple, because you know, I don't. That's not what I do there. But yeah. I I have uh, I've ponied up some cash there. I guess, Gun. I have. Uh, I figure it's it's worth it because you're getting four for the price of one. Yes. So that that resonates with me. That's a deal. So now, I, uh, I did. Now, this will, of course, be the end of Apple as a major multinational technology company. Once I start investing in Apple, that's over. It's over for them. That's it. See you later. I don't know. Well, I'm actually encouraged for Christmas season because I think if, if this turns out to be as successful as I think it will be, yeah. Um, I think there's got to be something in my stocking. I know you've taken bad advice in the past from a a former dentist who yeah. drove, uh, you know, drove your real estate. We didn't even get to that. We got to have Looney on again just to talk <laughs> about the real estate transaction, which I'm still underwater with because of his advice. Yeah, well, he's going to take you down that rabbit hole one day, I'm sure. But he'll flip it around and blame it on you. Yeah. So, so if this turns out to be successful, which I think it will be. I mean, because, right, that's what, what this is about, right? Stocks and real estate, you got to go through the turbulent times to get through the, the green pasture. I think we'll be okay by the end of 2020. Well, it's gone up since uh, I got in on I think it's gone up $45 or something like that's that. Good. Just in, in the last week, it's gone up $45. That's great. That's That's nuts, man. Normally, when I buy a stock, it goes down by 40 or 50 Yeah, I know. It doesn't go, it doesn't go up. Now what happens but, though if this turns out to be extremely successful like will I get a will I get a pat on the back will I get a thank you will I get a congratulations like will uh, I get any of that you stuff? know uh, you, you get an, an attaboy and I might even go west of the four hundred five <laughs> and go to that Chicago pizza place in the LBC that you were was in the LBC where was it it is yeah it's Long yeah. Beach or uh, yeah. um, Belmont Shore yeah Long yeah Beach yeah I'll uh, yeah that's the good part of Long Beach right Belmont Shore is that yeah. what they say? yeah that's the uh, the ritzy part that's the Beverly Hills or Long Beach or the LBC. <laughs> yeah, if there's yeah. such a thing I, lo- I used good. to lo- I used to love hanging out in Long Beach I I would take when I lived in uh LA I lived near in downtown and I would take the gold line yeah all the way down and then I would take the the red line to the blue line so I'd take three trains but then we if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go all the way to it goes all the way to the end there, and you could walk to Rainbow Harbor and that area. Beautiful. I, yeah. mean, I still love. Now I, I would that would be like my Zen place. That would be my Zen place. I'd go down there. I was you know, depressed, having a bad day. I'd go down there, just chill out, watch the sunset. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Wow, you're looking for some tranquility and a little peace and harmony. I, I don't sus- suspect you being that type. Yeah. Well, you are. You know, so you're a douchebag. So that's it. All right, we have pop quiz. You ready for pop quiz? <laughs> yes. Yes. Pop- please. All right, here we go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Thunderstruck. 
Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Uh, these are actual questions uh, that uh, we found randomly and that we will quiz David Gascon. And you, the bit is you have to play along and then we'll see where this goes. And uh, this is a quiz. You will be tested on this. So we'll see how you do. All right. So uh, here we go. Over 100 Americans go to the emergency room every year after this happens to them at a barbecue. Uh, they burn themselves. It would be more than 100 for burning gas guns. I, mean, I don't think thousands. so. Uh, you're wrong. No, they Step on a nail. No, they accidentally eat a bristle from the metal grill brush. What? Yeah. But that. Wow, that's pretty How does that happen? You're cleaning the barbecue with the metal bill. Do you like accidentally put it in the burger or the hot dog? I guess so. Or the sausage? I mean, what, what is that all about? It, I mean, unless people spray the grill and then they start taking off all the all the past food. Oh, can you imagine how painful that must be, though? Yeah. Uh, to get that out, but would you, did you? Holy fucking seriously! But when you clean your, what grills, do they do to get that out? Can you imagine when that's getting? Yeah, you know, it's one thing to go in, but to go out the other end. Oh yeah, yeah, you're fucking. Oh, oh, oh my god! You're drinking some laxatives and you are taking some kind of pain meds. Oh wow, that must be terrible. You should do it to tell us what you can. You no, can you can get a, Coop to do it. No, no, you should do it no, and then no, no. write a column or a blog or whatever and say, here's what, it, what it's like when it came out the, uh, the other end. You should have Coop do it with Vaseline. <laughs> with Vaseline, yeah. Because didn't well, you make help him do it, that once? Yeah. That, uh, well, he did eat a couple of spoonfuls of Vaseline. Yeah, yeah one <laughs> spoonful, one big spoonful of Vaseline. That was funny. Long, long ago. All right. Uh, oddly, this only happens seven times a month to most people. What is it? Seven times a month. Most people only have this happen seven times a month. Seven times a month? They get they get prank called. Uh, no. they uh, On average, people only get a really good night's sleep seven times a month. Man, I've been having lack of good sleep last two weeks. You're getting old, man. You crossed 50. And man, that is that what happens. it is? Yeah, you get older. You don't sleep as well. It's a pain in the eye. I've never been a good sleeper, though. I blame my parents. I think it's genetic. And I rarely get... I have to drug myself with that Kirkland brand sleep aid to get any real sleep. I, I just don't... I'm not a good sleeper. Did your wife sleep well? Yes. Yes. She is a glorious... She's in the sleeping hall of fame. She's an all-time great sleeper. She can sleep anywhere at any time, even if she's not even tired. She can sleep. It's, <laughs> oh, so uh, she it's could fascinating. Probably, she could probably sleep on a plane then, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, we don't fly that. I think she's been able to on the plane. Th- yeah. That bugs what, the fuck yeah. out of me, man. Because well, you know, you go to like Boston, but you get people that get on the plane and before the plane even takes off, people are like conked out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that's a pain in the ass. And I remember when I was doing the the NBC thing, and I'd have to fly back, yeah. and you know, on a Sunday night after doing the overnight and being on all day with Looney Tunes on the Blitz, 
And I, I recall, I was like, oh, I'll just sleep on the plane. I never could sleep on the red eye. I never could sleep on the red eye. And it was such a pain in the ass. I was too big for the seat. I, I couldn't get comfortable and all that stuff. Uh, but who was that guy? Remember the pitcher like 20 years ago for the Arizona Diamondbacks that could sleep anywhere? I have to look that up. You don't remember? He was no. the closer when they won the World Series. Uh, he was just, what's the guy's name? Oh, um, Young Young Kim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of the Asian persuasion. And he, uh, yeah, he was like a legendary Yeah, sleeper. Young Young Kim. He was the one that blew a couple saves against the Yankees, too. Yes, he did. He did not play that well. But I, that guy could sleep. That was the lab. I remember Scully, Vince Scully would regale us with stories <laughs> about how he would sleep on the bus and on the plane and the, in the locker room. And there's a lot of relief pitchers in baseball, dude. I remember the great Lee Smith, Hall of Fame pitcher. Yeah. I, I, I covered him at the end with the Angels. And I recall that he would show up to the ballpark after, like, like an hour before the game. A lot of guys have to get there three, four hours before the game. Lee would show up, like, right before the game, and he would sleep. He would sleep until, like, the seventh inning, and they'd wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, you know, so he only really saw two innings of the game and, uh, or whatever. And, he, and then he's usually, he'd see two innings, seventh and eighth, and then he'd pitch in the ninth if the game was close. And, yeah. That's pretty good. So. Uh, in 1906, a home economist believed eating this particular food dish was so bad for you that it was a cause for divorce. A food dish. Yeah. Lasagna. Lasagna. Like Garfield. Yeah. Uh, no. Pie. Pie. <laughs> that. Is it because arguments would be generated from arguments on... What kind of pie is the best kind of pie? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's all it says here on this. But uh, pie, interesting. Uh, is that because pie has different meanings and different codes? And you know, could no? be. Could be. All right. Uh, let's see here. Pennsylvania was the first state to create an agency to protect this. It's parks. No fish. Hmm. Pennsylvania? Yeah, Pennsylvania. Of all states? I know. about that? Who knew? I had no idea. That's why we do Pop Quiz Guest Gun right right there. That's an example of why we must do the Pop Quiz segment on the Fifth Hour Podcast. And uh, and also, don't forget Cameo. All right. uh, (laughs) In ancient Greece. Now, I actually knew this one, Guest Gun, so you should know this. And if you don't know this, bad job by you. I'm calling my shot right now because I learned this when I was younger. So in ancient Greece, Olympic athletes would eat, drink, and rub this food item all over themselves to give them superpowers of strength. As a garlic? I wish. No, it's not garlic. Come on, Gascon. You don't know this. Gascon does not know this. Um, is it berries? No, not berries. Not fish. That would be kind of freaky if it was berries because the berries would get you all... Uh, Blueberries, you'd look blue or purple or whatever. Uh, no, the cor- the correct answer, I guess, gone. Oysters. Onions. Uh, onions! No, why, how, why onions? I don't know. I wasn't around in ancient Greece. I don't know. Oh, man. But they would, that's what they would do in ancient Greece. They would rub the onion, the powerful onion. That's pretty good. That, that is pretty good. I was thinking garlic, though, because that's obviously right up your alley. Oh, I love garlic. I have I have a garlic story that I'll get to in in our uh, our science uh, part of this. Well, this is not really science, but the uh, the study survey this thing. Yeah, all right. I got a good garlic story that I'll get to. I learned a fun fact. Did you know that originally the bananas were were blue? Did you know that? I, no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, and they were blue bananas. Discovered where? I think they were all over. People didn't like them. That's all. And then. Uh, I watched. I was watching a documentary about that this week, and they had like. The, I was like, "Really, blue? Why? Well, I would think it would be cool to eat a blue banana. Wouldn't yeah, that be of a course. Cool thing to eat a blue banana. Yeah, absolutely. But are Crap. you bring are back you, the blue banana? Yeah, I mean, what? you gotta have color in your food no matter what. Yeah, I'm all about it. Right there, you go. All right, uh, let's see what else do we have here. Uh, when it comes to breakfast, 16 percent of people when they enjoy a nice breakfast have this in common. Uh, coffee. Uh, not coffee, but it is a type of beverage. Mm, chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. All right, it's not bad. How about 
soda. Oh, fuck. Soda in the morning with your breakfast? I used to do that. I, I Did you? To, well, when I didn't eat breakfast a lot, but I'd go to Jack in the Box, and I'd get those French toast sticks Oh yeah, that were wonderful, and some hash browns, and I'd get a soda. That was my move. Because the orange, they'd give you the orange juice, but it was like a lot smaller, and I liked a lot to drink in those days. Yeah. And so I would get like a Dr. Pepper with my... Yeah, that was that was my my meal. That was my hangover medicine. It was always a breakfast burrito from somewhere and a Dr Pepper, but never if I'm sober. I like I can't no. do so. But you fortunately you're not sober very often, so. Well, I haven't have drank in a long that. time, man. You should, you know, uh, kick back. That, that's not what I hear. Uh, let's see what else do we have. All right, forty percent of couples say they do this separately. What is it? Shower. Uh, no, laundry. That makes sense. His and hers laundry. Yeah, I mean, guys are more guys are more about just putting the entire clothes hamper into the washer yeah. and then drying it all at the same time. That's what I do. Yeah, women are just. I need to get my colors here, my whites there, my lingerie here, all that bullshit. We don't have time. Yeah, and no, I I set it and forget it. I put everything in there, turn it on, boom, done. I'm on my way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, 15% of kids will get this before going back to school. Driver's license. Yeah, those eight-year-olds are getting driver's license. Oh, I thought you meant so like high the, school. Well, no, I said I said kids. That could be kindergarten, first grade, second no. grade, third grade, fourth grade, all the way up to 12th grade. Uh, what do you want to say, chicken pox? Um, <laughs> no, it's glasses. Oh, jeez. It's glasses. That's oh, yeah. tough, man. I mean, I wear glasses, and I'm an old fart now, but I wear glasses. But I, I remember picking on kids in elementary school. Everyone would goof on the kid that had the glasses. Yeah, but I think times are changing now. I think the only times people get picked on now, or at least kids do, is like when they get braces or when they're when they're a little overweight. I disagree. Kids are savage. The the, the most offensive people in the world are children yeah, at the playground, true. especially like junior high school. They're vicious. They're savage. They're beasts. It's a terrible thing. Sounds uh, like you were terrorized when you were a kid. No, I was. I hated it, man. <laughs> I kind of feel like now, like, I, I wish I had been born now because like these kids going to junior high now, they don't actually have to go to school. They just do it on Zoom. No. And then all- my life would be, I would have so many less uh, traumatic memories if uh, that had been the case. You could have been the future. You could have been Nick Sandman. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I could have if only if only that it. All right, uh, moving on here. Uh, one in five people have this on them at all times, at all times, have to have this item in their pocket or their purse or whatever. Uh, driver's license. You'd hope more than one in five people have to have that on them at all. Now, the correct answer is chewing gum. Oh. You a chewing gum guy? No, I'm not. I don't carry. I don't carry my driver's license. You don't? No, not all what the if time. Where you get pulled over? Well, I, I don't carry it on me, though. Like, I put it in my bag or I have it in the car. Oh, really? No. Yeah. I don't. I got pulled over one time. I didn't have my driver's license. And the guy, the cop read me the riot act. So I, I've always made sure to have my driver's license at uh, all times. They give you a fix-it ticket? Uh, he gave, I was in like in high school. I got pulled. <laughs> I was running late to football practice and I didn't freak. I forgot my wallet. And, uh, yeah, he was just, oh man. I mean, fortunately he let me leave because I guess <laughs> technically he could have done something worse than that, but he just told me, eh, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to go home. I'm going to get my license. And I went home, got my license. <laughs> and I went scared back. the shit out of you. No, he did. He scared the shit out of me. That's good though. The rest of my life, I've always had my driver's license. Yeah. Not your cell phone or not your earbuds, but your driver's license. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's true. All right. Uh, so, man, they've never been a big chewing gum guy. I like those uh, the lifesavers. I used to be big on that. That's oh, a yeah. candy. Those things are good. Yeah. I used to love those a but lot. But you, uh, you have the uh, the gum uh, toothpicks in your car, though, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I am those uh, those flossing toothpicks. Yes. I love those. They're clutch. They are wonderful. And the cool thing about it is it, my wife hates it. <laughs> she can't stand it because she's got misophonia. And when you suffer from misophonia, that just triggers the misophonia. Oh, boy. Yeah. You're and practicing so, good hygiene. What's wrong with I that? That's what I tell her. Listen, I, I floss more than anyone else. Whenever I get in the car, the first thing I do is I get that flosser and I clean those teeth with the floss. And But my wife suffers from intense misophonia, which is the <laughs> hatred of sound. And uh, random sound bites, and it's like a you know mental illness or whatever, and she has it, and uh, she can't stand 
Yeah, she'll, she'll read me the riot act when I do that. That's funny. Yeah, she gets really upset. And must oh man, but yeah, the good news is you do the same thing. So you're in the uh, the same boat. Those are and I, now. Do you buy the big pack? I go to like the I dollar do. store. I do. I buy the big pack. I don't do. I, I buy the ones for a dollar. And uh, they say they're single use, but I'll sometimes use them more than once. I'm a what rebel. What the fuck? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, I'll use them more than once sometimes. So last week, last week you didn't wash your hands or you take a piss. And now uh, this week no, you, you reuse. Only, uh, I, only if I do not touch the urinal <laughs> and I do not uh, have any kind of chance of this uh, is striking an important air. My hands are striking an important air. But how can you reuse a toothpick? What if happens if you take food out of your mouth? Well, no. I mean, if it's dirty, I won't reuse it. But sometimes it's not, and then uh, you know you're good to go. Well, it's always Multi-use. dirty. There's, o- it's always dirty. You take a little bit of plaque off your teeth. Listen, I'm saving, <laughs> I'm saving money, Gascon, and I'm saving the environment because you use it multiple times until that little, that little uh, thing, the little string slit, you know, breaks. Yeah. You move on to the next one. Yeah, but see, the ones that I get, you know this too. The ones that you get that that are a dollar, they don't always have the mint taste to it. They just, I don't need the mint taste. I mean, I don't mind. I have some of the mint ones, but I'm I'm an old school guy. I'm a, I'm pure. I'm an original guy. I don't mind. I don't need the mint. I, I'm fine with just having the the boring regular ones that don't have any flavor to them. Oh boy, fine with that. All right. A new survey found the average American household does this about eighteen times a month. Eighteen what is it? times a month. Uh, this is 217 arguments annually over this. Takes out the trash. Uh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, this is arguing about doing the dishes. Ah, all right. Kitchen Got confrontations. Nice. Just over cleaning the dishes. Now, this does not happen. I am the dishwasher at the Maller Mansion. That is my job. That is my assist for the family. I wash the dishes. I don't mind washing the dishes. I like washing the dishes. I feel a sense of accomplishment when I wash the dishes because you start out with a giant sink filled with all these disgusting dishes, and then you scrub a lub lub and uh, scrub a dub dub, and uh, you rinse them, put them in the dishwasher. You're good to go, and uh, I love it. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So why don't you just put them in the dishwasher in the first place? Because when you do that, Gascon, that's a rookie mistake. No. If you put dishes in there, it's not a magic box, the dishwasher, and the bottom of the dishwasher gets filled with all the different food particles that are on the plates. That's only so if you, you pre- don't scrub you, off the you, food, you, though. You pre- well, that's what I do. I scrub them off, and then I put them in the dishwasher. Oh, you made it sound like you actually wash the dishes, and then you put it in the dishwasher. Well, no, I rinse them off, but I don't... No, listen, my, before, I'm not going to name any names here, but somebody at the house, when they were doing <laughs> the dishes before I took over... The bottom of, oh my God, the bottom of the dishwasher, I looked at it, it looked yeah. like a dumpster. Yeah. There were peas, pieces of spaghetti that were dried up there. They had, oh, it was disgusting. Now- if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The real I kicker to, is... I wanted to puke. Wanted to puke when I saw that. The real kicker is: Do you or your wife actually clean the blender? So that means actually unscrewing it, taking off the bottom portion, and then cleaning the entire thing. Like that's the true essence of cleaning your dishes, washing dishes, cleaning the blender, taking yes. it all apart. And all yes, that stuff? because um, if you don't do that, you get yeah. food and gunk and everything underneath the actual uh, the shredder, the blades. And yeah. then that's when it gets moldy. And then that's when you're in trouble. Now, listen, we have a very hygienic kitchen, the Mallard kitchen. And I, I'm such a top level. I don't like to brag about myself, but I, I'm such a great dishwasher. I could be a professional. If this radio thing does not work out and the way it's going, it might not. I could go and I could wash dishes. Well, I that's can, good. I, I, I mean, can handle that. Like a professional dishwasher with a nice big... Uh, uh, dishwasher, professional grade. Oh, that's fun. good. I mean, you're not a good cook, but you can be a good dishwasher. That's great fun. Cook. I made a Maller pizza the other day. It was <laughs> fucking wonderful. Oh boy, that thing was great. I had the garlic. I had the, I had the peppers on there. It was, it was just outstanding. Now, were you, onion. were you inspired by any of the pictures that I sent you on Instagram to do that, or? Yeah, yeah you were sending me more food porn the other day. That's what, what I'm saying. A, like, what, you, a, what a loser. you got to be inspired by some of that stuff. I don't know if, like, maybe in my uh, subconscious, I because of that, I said, <laughs> okay, I'll have to, I'll have to make a, a Maller pizza because I had not made a Maller pizza in some time. There you go. It's a good pie. Yeah. I might make another one at some point the next couple of days. I How about you fucking a, barbecue a steak? How about that? It's not been hot enough ever since I, I'm waiting for it to 100 Listen, degrees. summer's almost over. <laughs> We're in the middle of August now. No, nah, it gets really hot in September. It's, I usually got hot in August, but it hasn't been that hot. Oh, boy. Why has it not been as hot 
I don't it, know. For us, it, it's weird. You should have asked Looney that yesterday. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Uh, don't bring that up, please. All right. Now, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, 41% of people have returned from vacation and immediately lied about this. How much they spent? No. They have claimed to have no cell service or phone issues. Oh. Why would you need to lie about that? Well, it's obvious. You didn't respond to an email or you didn't respond to a text message. Yeah, but you're on vacation. Like, that's. Doesn't matter. Some people think there's some corporate overlords that believe that yeah. they're, they're despots that you have to always, when the boss calls, you have to always respond. Wow. They believe that. Interesting. 41%. That's a high percentage. Now, I have used that line myself, but that's because I was in a location that did not have cell phone part of the hawaiian islands there Kauai, mm-hmm. on the uh, flip side of the island there they don't have cell phone reception so at least they didn't when i first went there and so i really did not have cell phone reception it's still I, a it lofty number though bothered me i don't think it's that i think it's probably more than that people are lie. some people lie about that say they don't actually do it uh-huh. all right almost 40 percent of people admit they've accidentally done this in the car farted Toot, toot. Uh, no, they've driven the wrong way down a one-way street. Oh, man. You could do that in downtown L.A. and in Long Beach pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that is – I've seen it. I don't I, – you know, maybe at night I've done it. I'm sure I have done it at some point, but driving a while. Also, on the East Coast, they have those traffic circles. Yeah. And you can make the wrong turn on a traffic circle, and you're – man. So, yeah, it's a problem. The way you the way you park, Gascon, I would think that you probably you probably have done that quite a bit. No, I almost tailed somebody down the wrong way though. Like I was following a friend home that was a little too um intoxicated. And this is through Long Beach, but I saw the lights of the last second. I'm like, wait a minute, this is not the right way. So I hit the brakes and I went around the other way and called and I was like, follow me when I pop out on this side of the street. So yeah, I always got my head on a swivel. The Autobahn, though, I drove on that, Ben. That is like um, that's like your first time ever as a kid with your license getting on the freeway. Like your head is on a swivel because you don't know where the traffic's coming from or going. You just want to make sure you're not getting hit. It's like driving in a taxi cab in Mexico. Like you're just holding on for dear life. It's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah, pretty much. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. Okay. I- I've doing the the overnight show back when i used to drive into the studio i have the home studio now boy professional grade broadcast equipment yep. here five thousand dollar gear better equipment than we have in the main studio mm-hmm. point that out right now and it uh, sounds just great so anyway uh when i used to drive uh, for hours and hours overnight during the week there was one week in particular two days out of seven i saw somebody driving the wrong way one of them was on a surface street uh near dodger stadium oh shit and uh, and then it was on the 210 freeway 
And in Pasadena, mm. guy going the wrong way driving in the carpool lane at, in the middle of the night. Oh, shit. Yeah. And <sighs> I don't know. I I can't imagine that ended well. I can't imagine that ended well. I don't know. I didn't see the end result, fortunately. But, and when somebody's driving at you the wrong way, it's re- you don't know what to do. Yeah. You know? You're like, what the? It seems like, wait a minute. You kind of freeze. You're like, what do I? But I think you're supposed to get over to the right, right? If they're, yeah. you're, you're right, that's what you're supposed to do. And kind of, yeah. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, last one on the pop quiz. Forty-one percent of women uh, say if they could have any superpower, it would be this mind reader. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, women always are f- so fucking curious about what guys are thinking. I know, right? Yeah, they really knew what we were thinking. You wouldn't be that curious. But, uh, yeah, mind reading. All right, uh, we have a few study this. We'll do a few of these. We're getting a little long in the tooth, as they say. Um, Mentioned garlic earlier. Well, good news for those of us that are addicted to to the old world medicine of garlic. Right, Powerful, pungent, wonderful. Keeps the the goblins away. Well, uh, good news here. you can you can't make stronger garlic, but but scientists say you can. Virginia Tech say, hey, there's a study out that has discovered the process that produces garlic's famous flavor and aroma. Their findings, they believe, will lead to farmers being able to control how strong or mild the produce is. So you'd have genetically modified garlic, which means, uh, I guess, for some people, if you get the benefits of garlic, but if you can't handle the pungent side effects, mm-hmm. that would be good for them. And then the other, for those of us that like the pungent side effects and the smells and all that stuff, uh, peeling back the layers of garlic, that would be uh, that would be good. That's pretty interesting. More powerful garlic. <laughs> Thank God. A new survey finds Americans are adjusting online uh, habits because of... The tensions, the pandemic, pan, uh, politics, race relations, 56% of Americans have changed their social media habits as a direct result of 2020. Have you, Gascon, changed your habits? I- I'm trying to do that, yeah, because when I wake up in the morning and when I go to bed, there's just so much fucking negativity online. Now, Instagram didn't do itself any favors. Like, if you go on Instagram now... And you go on to like the search icon. The first thing that shows you is not pictures. It shows you a reel, and usually it's it's a it's a female doing some kind of bullshit workout, mm. or some kind of like look at me, look at my face, whatever. But it's a stupid video now, as opposed to just random pictures. And I like looking at pictures from like travel destinations or food or you know all kinds of bullshit. But yeah. Twitter is just I'm, – I'm not on on Facebook. I know you are. I haven't been on Facebook since 2011. I canceled my account. But everything is fucking negative, man. Like, Oh, Twitter's the worst, man. Yeah. Twitter is so bad. It it's is. Terrible. It is absolutely brutal. Such assholes. I, I, you know, I, I get you – because know, the, the militia is great for laughs. And you get that, and then all of a sudden – like I work with Jonas Knox on the weekends – and he'll retweet stuff. He'll retweet stuff from people that are tweeting him at like one or two in the morning saying like, I hope you fucking die. You're a little bitch. Like, yeah. like just shit like that. <laughs> like, dude. I mean, first of all, half these people would never say that shit to someone's face. Oh, of course not. <laughs> well, the other thing is uh, these are people that have terrible lives that are depressed. And, uh, and, and it's always funny. Actually, Looney told me this years ago. It's a little cheat code when you see people saying, "Yeah, we eat that stuff all the time." Yeah, you go to their timeline and they've sent it to not just you, but to yeah. every other, you know, even mildly famous person. Fuck you, you suck. You know, they just go down the list. There, it's yeah. pretty funny. It's great though because if you go onto either like news sites or just like celebrities or politicians, and you see them tweet on the regular band, there's always like that one or two people that always respond to their texts or I mean to their tweets like right away it doesn't matter who it is there's always someone that responds to those tweets like immediately they have them on on notifications right away so someone jumps on and it's just like 
Do you have anything else better to do than to respond to every individual? Ah, man, listen, listen, these are people that are shut-ins. They, uh, they, they got nothing going on. They're disheveled, and uh, so they choose to go down that path. You know what I encourage? I encourage to get out, drive west of the 405, and oh, plant your go. ass on the beach. Here we go. West have a drink. Have a west carne asada burrito. Pop open a... An umbrella, sit on a towel, and enjoy the waves. Well, what I do, I last weekend I drove. Where'd you go? Uh, over six hundred miles. Well, actually, over five hundred miles round trip. Where? To the coast of uh, like New San Luis Obispo, Morro Bay, uh, that area nice. down there was wonderful. Right across, there's a really cool beach right across from the Hearst Castle, mm-hmm. and they got a pier there. It's kind of deserted and. Should be deserted. It's off the beaten path, and it's beautiful. But not west of the 405. But that's how far I went to avoid being west of the 405 guy. That's a good area, though. That's a really good area, and there's it nobody nice. around either. Yeah, because Hearst bought all the land, so there's no nobody <laughs> in that area can live there because he owned the the Hearst estate, yeah. which they gave to the state of California, owns all the land there. Otherwise, there'd be big metropolises there also. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Imagine how much that real estate would be worth. Oh man! Holy crap! Can't even imagine. Oh, it's it's, it's that guy was so so. Well, they, but anyway, they had the, the beach, the the history of the beaches. They had that. They built this pier, and that was where when Hearst brought in all these exotic animals mm-hmm. and all these uh, wild things from around the world, that was where they dock right across the road from Hearst Castle, and they it was a short trip, and so that that was like a big, you know, I say big. Relatively speaking, a port where boats would come in from all different countries around the world to give the rich William uh, Randolph Hearst all his uh, crap. Well, speaking of that commute, too, do you do the, the Napa or Temecula drive? Uh, I don't go to a San Diego as much because I work down there. I do need to get to San Diego more. I love San Diego, but I do not. I have not done the uh, Temecula drive uh, right. recently. Yeah, just because those wineries down there are pretty pretty popular, and the ones in Napa are like Napa and Sonoma are, are they're fantastic, but everything's spread out too. You get wine, and then you get a boatload of Mexican food, which is great. I like in Temecula they have like the the people with the balloons used on the weekends, the hot air balloons. Yeah, always a lot of hot air balloons out in that Temecula. Area. Well, don't forget you have the balloons there, and if you recall, just up the 15 freeway, you have Lake Elsinore. And that's where you get a lot of skydivers that will jump into that lake. Oh, is that right? They jump yeah. into the lake. Oh, yeah. Who knew? All right. I will do more study and uh, survey this. What do we have next here? All right. The researchers have figured out, according to the University of New South Wales, the best place, which means as good as all the others, the, the place that is the top on the entire planet to see the stars. Where do you need to go if you want to have the best view of the stars? None of that white light poisoning and all that stuff that happens in a lot of the big cities. But where do you want to go? Um, I mean, you'd have to go towards the North Pole. Yeah, Antarctica. Antarctica is uh, there's so little light turbulence, it hardly interferes at all with the stars making the view the uh, they claim is the greatest on the entire planet. Yeah, Northern Lights. Well, we have a colleague, Rob Parker. Didn't he go to? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he went to Antarctica yeah, last year, or the tail end of last year, the beginning of this year. I think that's what he Before did. Before the apocalypse. Yeah, he got that in there. Nearly three quarters of Americans say they see too much bias in the reporting of news that is supposed to be objective as a major problem. Yeah. 73% up to uh, up from 65% in 2017 that's according to a new study uh, Americans also perceive inaccurate news to be intentional either because the reporter is misrepresenting the facts or making them up entirely according to this uh, 54% believe misrepresenting the facts I believe that 1,000%. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, it's obvious. There is no unbiased news. That's bull crap. There's never actually been unbiased news because the moment you come out of the womb and you enter the world, every experience you have in your own life creates your environment where you look at things through that prism. So there's no... People who say they're unbiased are full of crap. There is no unbiased. Now, you can be less biased. You can play it more down the middle. But, no, every choice you make from the time you're a little kid and your experience shape who you are and, as a result, your opinions. 
How about that for a hot take, Gesca? Is that a hot take? No, I don't think it's a hot take. The other thing, too, on top of that is whatever someone reports, more often than not, other people are not going back to confirm that information or to verify that substance either. So that's the other thing is that if people aren't believable, then you're not going to believe them from Jump Street. And then on top of that, if if stuff gets out there in the world, and of course social media, all you need is one or two people to disprove that or to point facts in another direction. And all of a sudden that uh, report that you're – your news is based on and it becomes faulty and weak. So but that's just the world we live in, right? Like you were saying, we negativity is what drives us. And if people can monetize negativity to the umpteenth, yeah. they're going to do it. Well, yeah, if it bleeds, it leads and all that. If it's yeah. uh, salacious, it's uh, it works. But it really the term, I would say even more than misrepresenting the facts. I would, I, I've noticed a lot in the news business, and I have friends that work in the news business at newspapers and television, it's the lie by omission. Yeah. It's leaving stuff out that would change the entire narrative, but it ends up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. And that, to me, that happens more than anything, where there are facts from situations that don't fit the narrative, so when in doubt, leave it out, and you end up leaving important details to hide the truth from the people that are consuming the media, yeah. lying by omission. Yeah, you can point to the L.A. Times for being a champion of that. I know that throughout the years, and uh, had several yeah. people tell me that on the regular for the last three decades. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. All right, uh, here's a, uh, another one. Let's see who we have here. All right, uh, this is a national survey finds that nearly two-thirds, 62% of Americans say the political climate these days prevents them from saying things they believe because others might find them offensive. Fuck yes. I think that number is a little bit lower, though. I think that should be like closer to 75%. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, and there's a term, you got to take the temperature in the room, Yeah. right? And uh, that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Uh, you got to know, uh, read the room. Yeah. I, you said it perfectly yesterday, though, with Tom, when you guys were talking about this, is that you guys can go back and forth at each other, talk about your differences and be OK with it, where other individuals, they just fall off the map and they oh, just go no, batshit yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. start cussing at you or start name calling and labeling you. And it's completely different of a dynamic. Yeah, just- like Looney's the I tell him all the time he's the coolest liberal guy in the world. I wish every if every liberal person had the mindset of Tom Looney. The world would be a such such a better place, and for that matter, conservative people. But uh, we, you know, we go back and forth, and it's it's great. And you know, I'll say something crazy, he'll say something crazy, or whatever, and it's, whatever. We just laugh about it. Then yeah, that's the way it should be. It's weird because I think the majority of people in the United States—I can't speak for people outside the country—but I think the majority of people in the United States are pretty much down the middle. I think there's differences on one issue or another. But I think for the most part, this country is right down the middle on on issues. It's just a little bit of persuasion in one way or another, and it's the time of the year. Well, the-, the other thing, too, though, is the tribalism now. And because of social media, it's been like jet fuel for tribalism. Yeah. Right? It's like my team versus your team, and I'm a better cheerleader for my team, and I know my team's better than your team, so fuck your team, and I'm going to tell you. And that, that's how that all, that's my theory on how that all goes down. Yeah, no, I agree. It's profitable for right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. I think that that's enough, right? That's yeah. enough. Look at the clock. All right. Uh, very good. Again, follow us. We got another podcast tomorrow. It's eight days a week. We'll have the mailbag. We got be or not to be. That'll be tomorrow. Yes. Yes, sir. And whatever else pops up before we we put that podcast in the oven and and bake it at four hundred degrees for about about forty five minutes or so. Uh, don't forget cameo.com. Let's see if you can outdo that Laker cameo that I did, which was uh, was uncomfortable. Uh, but the personalized video message, cameo.com. Ben Maller there if you want that. Love to do it for you. Not free, but not much. Twitter, at Ben Maller. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. And Facebook, Ben Maller Show. And guess gone. The people can reach you also. All the way across. Uh, not on Facebook. Tw- Twitter, at David J. Gascon. Same thing on Cameo. And then Instagram's at Dave Gascon. All right. Wonderful. Have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you next time. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. 
Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.